Hello? Yeah? Pablo, honey? Yeah? Please, honey, come down to Florida. Huh? Come to Florida, honey. We miss you. Yeah, who's this? Pablo, honey. You washing your ass, Pablo? Who is this? Keep yourself clean, honey. Hello? Pablo? Yeah? Please come to Florida. Who the hell is this? Oh, you, you bastard, you. Hello? Pablo? Yeah? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome to another edition, episode number 15 of the This Is Music podcast, the greatest albums in this dimension. Now, George, we're not on the evens anymore. No. As all our huge fan base knows, the 10s, the 20s, the 30s will be the Beatles. We're now going to do the 15, the 25, the 35s. You get it. Yeah, the fives. Radiohead. Radiohead. We already did one Radiohead, yeah. so we kind of fucked it up. It, this was this was not a uh, this was not intentionally done by uh, Charlie or myself at the beginning of this podcast. We honestly had no even the Beatles thing was something that just kind of came up uh, came up uh, organically. We're that creative that we can think of things like that on the fly. Gonna, what are you going to do? We're jazz musicians of podcasting. Um, I, 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 we're, yeah, so we're, what we're gonna do, the Beatles, we started at the end, and, uh, and we have, yeah, we've already done the, the, in Rainbows, um, we did in Rainbows. And that's, that's kind of right in the middle, or mi- end middle. Yeah, and that's episode, uh, number two, uh, which that is our second one, huh? That's our second one, and at that time, we didn't have the setup that we have now, the audio is not as great, uh, but it's our most listened to podcast by far. Um, so if you're listening to this, chances are you probably listen to that one. And thank you. Um, maybe when it comes down to... So are we selling out? Is that what we're doing? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I think we're coming too big for our britches here. But what we're doing in our love and adoration and everything for Radiohead is we will be starting at the beginning of Radiohead. And no other band, I think, in the history of rock and roll has such a starkly... Oh, I don't even know if that's the proper word to use there. Just add a Y at the end. <laughs> word uh, album. This is their debut album, and just over the trajectory of Radiohead's career uh, is nothing like Pablo Honey, and it's um, it, it's just a awesome beginning blueprint of of what Radiohead is now. What we it's, know Radiohead is yeah. now to think in 1993 they made Pablo Honey and did these 13 songs and then became on, became one of the greatest rock bands of this generation if not the best. Yeah, of all time. Of all time. Um, and the, yeah. but this is so this is early 90s. This is 1993 Pablo Honey. They yeah. are they're obviously a British band uh, and this is during uh, I guess grunge. grunge and also like the beginning um, of Britpop and all, and all that scene there. Yep, you'll have Oasis and Blur uh-huh. and Pulp, even though Pulp's been around. But yeah, you'll have that kind of whole movement. And they're not part of it, not like these bands are friends, but yeah, they're part of that big British, That I guess it would be the 90s British invasion, Yeah, if there ever was one, mm-hmm. um, with the grunge sound. Yeah, and this it's, it's really interesting to hear Radiohead's debut since... After this, they 
in my opinion, or whatever, is uh-huh. they just started writing masterpiece albums. Yes. Um, and it, I uh, like I almost like to look at it as a chart as this is a great album, but then it just it's a singularity. Like yeah. they just went to I don't know what happened. The graph of Radiohead's trajectory is not a linear one. No, it's a bloop, it doesn't go like go where up. every other all the great other big bands but you know what it is kind of interesting that a lot of bands do kind of have shaky debut albums and the ones that have the great debut albums kind of seem to never go it's tough and this you know well the strokes are not that not that example but you're right a lot of bands but even oasis or whatever if they came out with these two huge albums that would cut you off and Uh then they kind of you know they didn't write they they kind well they broke up Mm -hmm. they tailed off blur didn't have a great first album yeah. and then they wrote really great they mm-hmm. kind of went more Radiohead where they changed the sound went up that way yeah um, even Nirvana I'm trying to think Chili Peppers they had weird first albums U2 I'm trying but to think of like, ju- the big just, big bands yeah well just the, ma- the maturation of Radiohead as a band um, is just um, it's amazing to see and I, I love going back and uh, I mean just as the Radiohead diehard I, fan I am I love I don't just like Pablo Honey because it's a it's it's Radiohead. I like it because it's legitimately a great record. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I, I add I add extra points to the reason I love it is because it's like cute, cool. They didn't stay doing this. If they stayed kind of just staying in this vein yeah. of, of of rock music as we listen to arguably the most popular song in the last like 25 years, one of the like, top 10 most popular songs. Mm. Um, they, they're seeing their trajectory, seeing where they are now, seeing what they did, just really gives this one a, a extra points because it's 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 sort of the standalone Radiohead record. It really is. It's their the first one, that, one. Yeah, it's the one that just doesn't <coughs> fit in that in the story of Radiohead on the because they pretty much wrote solid. Again, this isn't a bad album, mm-hmm. it's, but just the from where they went from after this is it's an exponential growth. Um, I, it's one album that I don't listen to a lot for radio, radio other, other albums I listen to pretty right. frequently. Yeah. This one just gets skipped out for me. Um, Creep, we all know. We all know that one. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, I, you know, I couldn't even listen to that song for a while because the radio just fucked it in the ass and mm-hmm. forced it upon your, your – some people only know Radiohead as the Creep band. Yeah. Um, and, and just – it's it's weird to hear it's such a – such a switch but now looking back 24 22 years mm-hmm. it's nice to i i do respect it a lot more now um and it's fun to listen to it's 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 their most upbeat fun you're yeah. gonna hear from them mm-hmm. and not that their albums aren't fun but just they they go a lot darker deep, deeper territory here and immediately after this they'll be doing the, they will do in the bends but um, that's where they belong that's yeah. kind of where tom york's voice belongs that's mm-hmm. where the band just gel together um, it's almost like they like did some sort of psychedelic group absolutely. trip, and then just like we've been doing it all wrong, boys. Oh, we need to make the bends, and then we'll go on from there. Yeah, <laughs> I, and, and 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 of course, a lot of people will probably like to believe that, like all it was took yeah, was one match. Sure. But uh, you know, you read Johnny Greenwood, like we worked our fucking asses off to realize mm-hmm. we need to go to the next level. But I'm sure there was a little magic potions in there of some late night huddling and talking about we need to really take it to the to the next level and I, I from reading from some interviews uh that people that knew tom york around that time they were like this guy he's, he's like there is no other b plan there is you know there is no fallback career yeah um i'm doing this and i'm going to the the top yeah um because at this point i mean obviously their first record they 
they weren't they weren't they weren't nobodies at this point they already had um a they, little following they had a, they did have a little following uh in england they did come their original release not an album um they released uh, it's called drill it was an ep it was like four or five songs uh prove yourself stupid car you um and thinking about you which are all songs that will be on albums later yep uh, or not all of them they were Stup- part of stupid car isn't no but i think that came out li- like on a, a single later on didn't it what's thinking about I, I thinking about you and you um thinking about you is on it's on this album on this album yeah, there's you and thinking yeah, about you exactly so a lot of use mm-hmm. but yeah they were a part of the oxford live scene Mm-hmm. Um, they were when they were part of the live scene. They were called on a Friday. On a Friday, that's their could have been band name. the biggest mistake <laughs> of all time. We talked. We did talk about this on uh, in Rainbow, uh, that's but true. it's one of the worst. Nuts. We can, we're gonna have to repeat ourselves if we're starting from the beginning. They uh, and okay, so the, but we can get into a little bit of the beginning of Radiohead was that they were all uh, schoolmates, all friends. Uh, that they met uh, Oxfordshire, yeah, and the Oxfordshot, and the uh, members of Radiohead, as we will just assume that you know, but Tom we'll York. go ahead and say it. Tom York, lead singer, Johnny Greenwood, guitarist, and now uh, everything multi instrumentalist, uh, movie soundtracker. His, his brother, Colin, Colin, who is the uh, bassist. Um, both very weird looking, awesome dudes. Uh, Ed O'Brien, best Other looking guitars, guy in the band, good looking guy, and yeah. kind of the the funny guy in the band. He, yeah. he does funny tweets. Uh huh. And, and he's like, I got to do something. Yeah. Since then. They don't let me play anymore. <laughs> I don't do much. So uh, I do funny tweets. <laughs> and uh, drummer Phil Selway, powerful Phil Selway, James Selway, the bald bastard, bald bastard. Um, is what Tom York calls him. Is, is no. it? Uh, <laughs> I was say, he should. Know, yeah, he should. He's the only bald one in there. Um, yeah, all schoolmates, they met each other in school and uh, started a band on a Friday, blah, blah, blah. Yada, and I, yada, like, yada. I like saying the whole, I like my favorite bands are the yeah. brother, dude. From the young friends. Well, they're days. friends. Friends, yeah. Growing up together. Yeah, and they've stayed. Uh, Radiohead has never had a band uh, change. They've never had a member come in and out. They've, they've been had... talking them almost breaking up, but mm-hmm. they haven't. Yeah, this album is pre-Stanley Donwood. Yep, um, it's pre-Nigel Goodrich. Uh, I'm sorry, um, I'm, I meant to say Nigel Goodrich, but it's also pre-Stanley Donwood. Yep, um, this is before, yeah, that's what I mean, everything shifts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ne- after the next album. Well, I think he might have known, uh, pa- no, he actually did, known, um, in school, Stanley, because they were schoolmates. Yeah, but they, there was no, they, he didn't do the album cover. Exactly. Um, Stanley is the artist, too. Stanley Donwood is the, yeah, the guy, the creative director, uh, co-creative director of all the art stuff for Radiohead stuff. Um. So yeah, so this is the early '90s. They they started as a band like kind of '88, '89, late '80s. Officially as, as on a Friday, yeah, '85. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, which is crazy to think. Yeah. Um. So they were around that time. Eight years. Eight years. They did, uh, and then they, like I said, we did. They did uh, the first little EP, which is they their do demos, demos and stuff like that. And and the thing that Colin Greenwood said that was cool about the band. Is they all have? I mean, like you just said, you you just said what they do for instruments, and that's what it is. Uh-huh. But but they're open to like people jumping on different instruments, and just being like, I have a bass line here. I'll play guitar on this. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like Johnny Greenwood, eventually uh, he started. He was the last one on. He's the youngest in the band. He started off as a harmonica player in the band. Yeah. 
and keyboards. Yeah, they all. Just he wasn't wanted, even. The, and they, he's they in one of the best guitarists out there. I know. Uh, they just wanted to be in a band together. There was not yeah, like you're the, the guitarist, thing. you're the bassist, you're the drummer. They're just like they were, they were probably obsessed with music, yeah. obviously, uh-huh. and just wanted to make noises. They uh, there was a moment when the band had a saxophone section. Yeah. Never heard it, Wonder but that was like so. I mean, they were they were trying to. I'm sure they were just doing different sounds trying to just, figure themselves just, out we yeah. got we got to think in in this pablo honey era or pre pablo honey era is that radiohead is not radiohead radiohead does not exist the guys of radiohead they are this is on a friday we're talking on a friday like everything between and yeah. they aren't what we know them as now no they were just dudes like anybody else trying to fucking make a band in england and now they're better than us and now they are better than everybody so, including you listening to this podcast even all the members of radiohead are even, better than you even if god's listening i think they're better than you too you hear that god you be- you too, better than you to the band yeah, nice. um <laughs> speaking of you two very his vocals are very Bono-ish yes. at times. Uh-huh. Um, in, in Pablo Honey specifically. In, that's it. Yes. And then it, he moves away from it. Uh-huh. Uh, you hear a lot of Pixies and Dinosaur Jr. They were obsessed with them too. So you just hear a lot of the more... That was another big shift. It was the influences are more shed away on the next out or mm-hmm. just when they go into Radiohead they, territory. They go into their own from here from here on out. But right now you just hear that, that great beginning sound of a band. And there's a lot of... Enthusiasm, like they sound very. Uh, you can hear it in the background now. Uh-huh. In their original kind of, I don't know if it was like the strong suit of what they had planned, but the thing that's kind of cool about them is they're a triple guitar assault band. Mm-hmm. This is how they started off. Yeah. And now, who? What? I don't even know what the fuck to call them. Yeah. And that's why we're kind of joking about Ed O'Brien. Is just like, I'm, are we gonna play the guitar? Yeah. And then now they're starting to play guitar again. There was a time when there was none. Um, and it's kind of weird if you have three guitarists and then you decide not to play guitar anymore. Yeah. So three guys who had a job. Ooh, what's my job? Yeah. What, what do I do? do? I better learn the like the, the weird Egyptian. Can bells. I sing background <laughs> and go oh every once in a while? Um, on a Friday too is because they rehearsed on a Friday. On a Friday is the few times that they can practice. Um, but the their after they released the first um, their first little EP, their little record label, their management uh, said, "Hey, you guys got to change that," and they changed their band name to Radiohead, which was taken Thank you, from God. A, it's such a good name. Great name. Was taken from the song Radiohead by the Talking Heads, like we mentioned earlier, um, David Byrne and whatnot, Chris Franz, you know, Talking Heads. Um, yeah, so they they made that first one, and they were cool. Let's make let's make this a record. So, well, they had some songs going on. They had the the EP you were talking about, and then uh, Mr. York came in with a, a little ditty, and we, we'll get into more of that the background of it. But mm-hmm. this is kind of helps us the the band go on. So he came in with a song called Creep. Creep. Yes, it's a song on the album. We'll talk about. But the, it's I didn't know about this until reading up on it on it. Um, he brought it into the ladies and just a quick thing it kept the band going um they were very enthusiastic this is what colin greenwood was saying citing the song as a reason to continue making music together um it wasn't included in any of their early 90s demo tapes um or part of their live set but they he wrote that song in the late 90s and they all were like the song's dope yeah and it, it and not that they were going to break up but they were young and they were probably like all right we'll stay together for the song like mm-hmm. we can make something out of this so and it's weird that it didn't come out any other time but powerful creep yeah that everyone knew there was something there um and we'll get into more of that when we actually play the song so yeah that was just a song that that uh tom tom had written and it was just kind of like acoustic. Oh, i got a song just acoustic uh acoustic version of that song and it's kind of just like uh 
they actually referred to it as their Scott Walker yep. song. Yep. See the wolves and see the giants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scott Walker. Powerful Scott Walker. Yeah. Um, you should listen to Scott Walker 4, maybe? I don't know. Start wherever you want to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they're putting a... They, and it sounds like they had a ton of songs. You know, just a band playing. Just there, There's no recording yet, so they just keep writing songs and playing new stuff and... They, you don't know which which is a, a hit or what. No one cares when they're seeing you as an unsigned band. You yeah. just play music and like, what is this shit? Yeah. Um, but I think it was Colin Greenwood again who said the this album is the greatest hits of an unsigned band. Uh huh. They just like we have. They probably had twenty to thirty songs. Mm-hmm. Grab the best ones. Grab the best ones. Yeah. And, gra- and I, that's pretty much standard for anyone. But I like mm-hmm. how he put it as. You joke about like and you're in your in joke, you know, and in, in band joke is like, what's our greatest songs? Yeah, you don't know, but you're just guessing. Like we like to play these ones. These ones seem these seem to be the ones that we like the most. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and th- so they they have uh, Sean Slade, you said, and Paul Coldery as their producers. Mm-hmm. They will not. This will be the only album they produce on. Um, this is all recorded in late '92, September to November. Uh, in England, right around there where they live in the Ox- Oxfordshire. It just sounds so goddamn Oxfordshire. upper it's, class. Yeah. Um, totally. <laughs> it totally does. And it came out in February 1993. I uh, uh, I mean, there was no denying Creep, and I don't want to get into it until we get into it. So, I mean, I, lo- I loved that song when it came out. But I did not... Um, I was only 13 when it came out. Or no, 12, because it wasn't my birthday yet. This album did not. I didn't. I didn't get the jump on the Radiohead wave until um, the Benz. And even then, I was only fourteen, fifteen. I don't remember my friends liking it. I, the only reason I like it is because I had older brothers, uh-huh. and they got me into it. And I was just floored by it. Um, but I, I missed out on, on. I didn't buy this. I was into the in the grunge. I was really into Alice in Chains more than any more than Nirvana and all that stuff. So I missed this at this time. I got into it after the bends and all that kind of stuff. Um, and all I remember, I know they released other singles, but in America, I feel like Creep was it. Yeah. Stop Whispering, I never heard that on the radio. No, no. I never heard anyone could play guitar. Mm-hmm. I mean, Creep was definitely the one that made them... Um, Still I, is. I don't know if it's, if it's once you get popular in America, that's what blows you up. But a lot of times that, that is that is true. A lot of sometimes American bands are only good and uh, only popular in England. Well, the the, the thing that's kind of weird with these guys is they this album did not blow up at no, first at all at all. It blew up in Israel. Mm-hmm. Creep. Yeah. It really they they it connected with the Israelis. Uh, they went on a tour there and then it hit America. And it's a little different now with the internet. We got to remember this is all pre that, so it's just it's people just playing it through radio stations. That's the only way you can hear it. Uh-huh. Um, and it it just took off everywhere. And it's just one of those songs, almost like we talked about with Amy Winehouse Rehab, where a song blew up and it almost it it, it can make a break a band when mm-hmm. it, when a song becomes especially twenty two year old dudes who are dreaming of hitting a big and likelihood of hitting it is like playing motto. It's not going to happen, and it does. Um, I think that's the big shift too. To I, like, I don't think you can get the bends and all that without Pablo Honey sure. blown blown up to what it did to Tom York's mind. 
how he kind of got lost in himself. He even says he became a drunk. He dyed his hair. He became a rock star. Mm-hmm. He thought, this is what I'm supposed to do. He was trying to live up the cliche rock star, and then he realized this is retarded. Yeah. And, and, and the guys as a band are a very hardworking band. Like, they... They never rest on their laurels. They, they, they very easily never could have, they very easily could have been like, oh, cool, we made Creep, we made some money, time to just make like three, four mediocre records. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of skirt by the skirt on the fact that we play Creep. Yeah. Which a or, lot or of the fact that we wrote Creep. It's, it's hard not to get out of that, and a lot of bands did that. Absolutely. And that, you, don't, you can't blame people for it's almost impossible to make money mm-hmm. and then you find a way to do it you want to keep pumping that fucking milking that cow and people are going to be or even you as you, as, as, as a songwriter put that, put myself in, in, in Radiohead shoes and just being like okay I now I have these we have this song creep it's the biggest song right now we will never do better than this yeah this might be it this might be it yeah or this is it but what we do, or this is it yeah and um what they did was they went and worked their asses off to make to, to explore to, to to figure shit out to become yeah. a better band, uh, but this is the start of everything and not to go too far into the future. But they like they I mean more than any other band that I can think of are just the best band and this is the the humble beginnings, but not a slacker record at all, especially nope. for 1993. This debut debut record. Guys from England, and there's like most of the grunge shit was coming from the United States. Most of the, and the alt music was coming from the United States in '93. And these are arty guys. guys. These yeah. are art guys. Yeah. These guys like to. They're all the art, artists, school, art, school guys. art school guys. Yeah, uh, they're not street smart, oasis swagger type of dudes. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're all funky looking, like weird weirdo weird. dweebs guys. The, dweeb dweebies, guys. yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I just uh, oh, and Pablo Honey too is as we played the Jerky Boys. The intro there. That's kind of nice Pablo, that they hello, they heard that. And Pablo Honey. It, it brings. I, I love that too because, I, I mean, I probably listened to, um, Jerky Boys albums more than I did Pablo Honey for, yeah. the, for the next three. <laughs> I mean, I was addicted to that shit. Mm-hmm. Even brought Doug to a signing. They were at Braintree Mall. The Jerky Boys. Uh-huh. Our friend Doug, who was on episode three. Yeah. Yeah, me, me puppets. Doug was obsessed with them, and we just listened all the time. They were showing up at the Braintree Mall for a signing, so I brought him to for his birthday. Nice, and uh, we met the Jerky Boys. Good friend. Yeah, this is the one good thing I've done in my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Powerful Jerky Boys. I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, and I wonder what they're doing. Them, I and they the, made a movie. Yeah, I, I, I believe they don't uh, work together. One of the guys. Um, uh, the well, prank calling doesn't Indian, really work. No, anymore. of course, but the Indian dude does. Um, uh, there's like a white guy and an Indian guy, mm-hmm. and I believe the Indian dude is the oh no, the white guy is the guy who does um, who would do Saul Rosenthal. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. he's kind of the main guy. He does, yeah. Um, he brought my glasses. He does the he voice was, for uh, the Jewish Neil uh-huh. Goldman in um, in Family Guy. So he's like a voice actor and does nice. stuff like that. Yeah. That's that's yeah. cool. Cool. Hey, Peter. Yeah. The Jewish guy. So yeah, powerful jerky boys. They, uh, they weren't going to last as long as Radiohead. No, no one's a little flash in the pan there. But yeah. a beautiful Dude, moment. Dude, listen to uh, Jerky Boys' seventh album, greatest album of all time. Yeah, they peaked right there. <laughs> um, okay. And they helped a lot of people. They they really inspired me to prank call a lot of people. Same. In my 12s. Absolutely. 13, so I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Very fun. Uh, very 90s thing to do. And we do have such another thing. And I guess it goes back to Stanley. Uh, Greenwood? Underwood? Overwood? Don. Donwood? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Thank God they brought him in because yeah. not a bad album cover, but it's so nineties. It's, it's ridiculous. So 90s. just the Radiohead. It looks. It reminds me of Drag a Little Pill almost. Yeah. Uh, by Sarah, by uh, Alanis Morissette. Uh, it just says Radio on top, Pablo Honey in the bottom, and uh, like a daisy. It's like a daisy with little baby a and flower cookies with cookies, cookies around, around there. it. Yeah. It's a baby blossoming. I like that. You mm-hmm. know, like they're they're growing into their own. I kind of get that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's got the writing like nineties. Yeah. It's like, it's like a little faded out, and even um, the way the Radiohead emblem is, yeah, it's 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 cute. Um, very nineties. Very nineties. Very early nineties. Mm-hmm. Even you watch the videos from the night, everything's kind of darker. It's got a, like a, sh- a shade of green or yellow. But also just like uh, the beginning of like uh, computer sh- or Photoshop. Yeah, and, they're all uh, just figuring it out. Uh huh. So yeah, interesting album cover for sure. Um, I guess I guess we should just jump into it now. Jump in with. Let's uh, let's start off. We got thirteen songs to rip through. Um, rip I, through. I, the this the, the, this album is very heavy. For me, for my opinion, is the first half of this album is very good, mm-hmm. and then it trails off for me, and then it gets. There's the last good. song. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's a spot in the middle that, that that's always why I've kind of. It's just not up there with the other ones. There's just a drop for me. But the, the first fucking six songs are great. For a debut album, let's hear what these boys yeah. got to do. This song, number one. You. Me? You. No, you. Good joke. <laughs> <laughs> First, uh, first part is just a great, what a great intro to an album. That Tremelo guitars, one's singing the melody that he's going to sing. And then one's just doing like an arpeggio tremelo. And then great distortion kick in. It's almost like an introduction to the whole band. Like, here's the pretty guitar. Bring in the distortion, bring in the heavy drums, drop everything out, and then it's just bass, and then you, then it's like, welcome to Tom York. Because yeah. let's not beat around the bush. Tom York, one of the greatest singers of all time. Yeah, absolutely. And the voice is just... Yeah, and to think that this is, the, this is a debut. This is like, all right, cool. I mean, you have the singles, but like, cool, now I have the record. Maybe I didn't listen to the singles. But here we go, you. Yeah. 
and yeah. it was on the EP, but they had this song fleshed out. There's yeah. no like fucking around with with you. No, it's a triple. It's that I guess we'll say it a lot, but this is definitely the beginning of the triple guitar assault, mm-hmm. um, which is nice to hear. And it's not it's it's not triple guitar heavy metal assault. It's very open chords distortion. So it's just this huge ringing around. And it's not like they're all playing the same thing no, the whole time not. either. Uh, yeah, they do a lot of. Um, I don't want to get too like. I'm not that it's like I'm so technical, but like. Johnny Green will do a lot of octave playing, which is just like two strings kind of playing the chords. And then it's uh, either Tom or Ed will be playing more big chords. It's probably it's probably uh, Tom playing open chords. Yeah. Johnny doing more of the, the octaves, which is like the two lines. You'll hear him do it a lot in this in this album. And then Ed, Ed's just picking in in between. He's mm-hmm. like the little interweaver in. guitars. Yeah, that kind of that kind of seems to generally be Ed's Ed's uh, role. Yeah. yeah, it's just like all right, Johnny's or you know Johnny's gonna do what Johnny's gonna do, and uh, and then he's just gonna do what is he's gonna follow his brother. But they do a great if you really it's it's like a headphone thing where you can hear the guitars a lot more clear of what they're doing. Um, it's well played for a three three distortion guitars, mm-hmm. um, and that's maybe one criticism is that sound can get a little. It's hard to to split it apart, and that's why this album can be a little samey soundy. Because if you're just listening to it like we're saying, like a at a party, or whatever, it, the songs all kind of will start sounding the same. Uh-huh. Uh, that's that's one thing with distortion guitar. It's hard to really get this the decisive sounds between it, but. I mean, they come out with a kick. They got the bends coming in. You're going to hear that kind of guitar playing in bends and in the bends, the next album, in OK Computer. Um, they already know how to, they're doing the Nirvana moment right now where they're doing the loud mellow. Loud, yeah. The loud mellow. And it just works on a human emotional level. Yeah. You can't deny it. I feel like, and I feel like this song, like lyrically, is something that Radiohead would put out now still. But they would just, Tom would like, like yeah, sing it more distorted. Up. But it's like, I think this album more than anyone, you can hear, um, you can hear everything Tom York says, very clear. That's true. Where I feel like it, it, later yeah, on, it starts like you know, yeah. he's 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 melodically singing words instead of just like you are yeah. the sun and the stars and I could well, and you know? I, I think and this song is beautiful so I'm going to use the word beautiful a couple of times but I think that's one thing they were afraid to like show and that's why the Benz and all those albums become next level is they knew how to back off and make pretty sounds mm-hmm. and let Tom York just float around, around that us. instead of having to be like we're rocking out yeah. heavy bands yeah. and I'm just going to do like he sounds very Jeff Buckley here mm-hmm. and again Bono um, they weren't ready yet they got to scream like that they weren't ready yet to just allow the beauty to come in they just want their young aggressive artists we got to give people what they want to hear this is a much more like if you're going to get people into listening to the to Radiohead you come to the live shows yeah well no, but like Pablo Honey this song we were like oh cool this is what they're gonna do. Yeah. This is what the band. I, mm-hmm. I can dig this. You got the little octave run. Sorry. There you go. Yeah. He does that a lot. It's it's very Johnny Greenwood beginning era. Just quick little runs. It's just two strings. So it's not like a solo where you're playing one string and it's just very thin. Your an octave is just the same two strings, just an octave up. It's the same note. It just gives it a thicker sound, and he loves to do that a lot. 
and then they bring back the tremolo guitar. Yeah. And it starts kind of picking up, and you got feedback going on. Good production. There's just that guitar in the background. Um, one one thing I will say, a guy who never had, who seemingly never in Radiohead's career had any learning to do was Phil Selway. Yeah. Because drums Always forever yeah. become are, are, are there. You listen to Phil Selway when he's playing here on drums. He's there. Yeah. He he. he, he will eventually kind of start doing like a little more off-tempo shit yeah but he had all the, the skills great rock right drummer there. very great very good rock drummer yeah the ending here is very uh, chunky heavy um the song is i'm getting like obsessive relationship you know is this a guy that's just you are the sun the moon and the stars and you and i can never own away from you you try working at chaotic things and why should i believe myself not you um, it's like the world is going to end so soon and why should I believe myself I, he just keeps on saying you mm-hmm. is he singing about himself or someone else it's those it's the beginning of uh, Tom York Tom York's ambiguity yeah yeah. Caught, caught in the fire I can see you drowning I'm not sure um, I think it's, it's his lover is so he it's just a straight up love song I think I think it's much more uh, it's much more simple than, than we're trying to make it there yeah. I think it's you know he can't I can't live without you you're the sun and the moon and the stars I can never run away from you yeah and you're my you know the you me and everything caught in a fire like fuck it we're the we're it's only us two and, and it's almost like he's given in to everything that she or she has it's like the world's gonna end and why should I believe myself? Like it's already doubting himself. There's a lot of self-doubt in this album and in Radiohead. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it just seems like you are, it's that you are everything to me. There's nothing else that exists, you know? Yeah. End of the world could come, I don't care, I got you. Yeah. One. Um, I think, hopefully I got it right because I wrote tribal drumming, kind of what you were going to. One, 143. It might be right before that. This is when he does the scream, and there's uh, there's actually organ in this album too. I don't know who's playing that. I'm betting it's fucking Johnny Greenwood. Um, Right there, they had the feedback, and he's just kind of—he knew he had it, so he just played with it. Dun, 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 made a riff out of it. Bring in the intro again, and then just lift off again. Great intro. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a debut album from some slouchers. No. This is fully thought out, and that singing is just. 
And he's not, he's still not full-fledged, full-formed Tom York. No. Even though he did that crazy Bono yell. You. All right, well, for a debut album, that is quite a hell of a uh, an intro to uh, to an album. But now we're going to go into the one that uh, your kids know already, and they're not uh, even born yet. Mm-hmm. Creep. Yeah. Creep. Not by STP. By Radiohead. Uh, that's what I thought. Pablo Honey. You can't help it, everyone. Every come on, you know this. Creep. Creep. Um, the BBC uh, took it off their playlist. Too depressing. Yeah. Not allowed to play it. What a bunch of pussies in the early nineties, huh? Too depressing. Sorry, we can't listen to this. <laughs> it's like we live in England. It'd be so can we? Can we? Can we? Can we bomb England? Can back we not acknowledge that, that England depressing? is depressing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It rains every fucking day. It's it's amazing now that I think about it, like not now that I think about it, but England and Seattle. Rainy. Yeah. Why would somebody get music so much good music coming yeah, out? Yeah, why did but why did it come out right at that same time? Yeah. Oh. Like fuck it, we've had enough rain. Alright, George, we gotta move out of LA if we wanna be good, dude. It's too sunny. We're too, too fucking we try to be sad, but we're, we're too comfortable it's too here. Sunny. Yeah. Um the song's called Creep. Uh, that intro, it's just, it's beautiful. Now, it's actually uh, credited to the Hollies, the mm-hmm. air that I breathe. If you listen to that, it's very, very reminiscent of that song. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll post that up on the, on the uh, podcast page at www.thisismusic.com. Uh, no, is that what it is? This is musicpodcast.com? I think so. I, like a, I, don't I trust you. Yeah. This is musicpodcast.com. Um, but our buddy, our, our my best friend Juan wrote a uh, article piece about uh, Radiohead's uh, Pablo Honey, the one we're doing now. So we'll include that as a sort of a companion pack. And he does reference the, the Hollies, uh, the Hollies song. Nice. Yeah. So we got a creep here. Um, 
there were some direct quotes from the band uh, drunken student uh, wanting attention uh, lacks self-confidence um, it, it's uh, I mean I hate to use the word creep but it's a it's a creepy song it's a, another almost obsessive song to mm-hmm. someone like it's it, almost like you it's, it's almost like you yeah um, and this song remo- just more than anything just reminds me uh, one band that the Pixies were probably or sorry I just ruined my joke there one oh. of the uh, one of the bands that Radiohead will forever credit them credit uh, in and as a as an influence and and whatnot is Pixies and I just hear Pixies so much especially this like intro here it's so Pixies it's so Surfer Rosa era Pixies mm-hmm. um and even just the the guitar, everything kind of reminds me of of, of the Pixies here, minus um, Tom York singing the chorus. Right. Um, That's the switch. But even the verse here is kind of Frank Black singing. Yeah. I can just totally kind of sing and hear him singing it, but it's a very Pixie song. Um, they did, like you said earlier, this they did call it our Scott Walker song too. Mm-hmm. So maybe the way he's singing is more Scott Walkerish. Um. And then you got the famous Dead Notes by Johnny. There it is. There it is again. So those are Dead Notes. That's just pretty much muting the strings and then having full distortion. Stabbing it. And uh, I mean, there's there's things saying that he did that because he he didn't want to pick up the song. He didn't like it because it was too mellow. Uh I don't know if I'd buy that because... I don't know. They write a shitload of mellow songs now. Yeah. Unless he was just young and wanted to be like, I want to rock, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's there's a great like one of my favorite videos on the internet is the late great Patrice O'Neill, um, comedian does a an interview where he talks about why creep resonates with white people, um, and obviously like it's a very Patrice O'Neill thing to say, but he, he he hilariously breaks it down. And I remember the day Patrice O'Neill died, uh, 2010 or 12 might might have been 12. Um, just that video of him talking about why white people like he's like they just like the dun, 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 dun. it's just like if there's something in white us white people that that makes it just like oh. I want to conquer <laughs> I, I want to take over the world <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll definitely post that on the website as well it's just it's just a really funny uh, I actually cried that day because of that video um, <laughs> it's weird Johnny called this a happy song. Uh, he says that it's recognizing what you are. That's what he got out of it, and that's cool. Like you listen to a song in your own band, you're like, "That's not. I'm not taking it for face value." Uh-huh. Um, they got a lot of fan mail from murderers. Oh really? Yeah, saying they really. <laughs> I, I relate to this song. And another thing that I want George to put up is uh, Prince's Coachella uh, version. Yeah. Unbelievable. So beautiful. That that was uh, that that was probably my favorite. Um, Man, they're talking about another guy that died, and then they and then someone played it that day, and I was just like, God. Yeah, um, the there's Prince was a very um, Prince was a very like uh, didn't want any of his music not released out uh, yeah. to the public, 
and the public released that version or like the recorded the version of uh, Prince doing well, radio Creep at, at Coachella and then he was like no take it down take it down and then Creep's like or Rick Creep uh, Tom York was asked about it he's like well Creep. it's our fucking song like have that motherfucker put it back I didn't say motherfucker but he's like yeah have him put it back up it's our song yeah. and it was like the one piece of thing that from Prince you that you can to. see yeah yeah on YouTube or whatever it was hell of a performance yeah um, but just I mean, everybody, you, you guys know the lyrics. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, beyond the whole whatever this song is about, the reason we all relate, or I don't know, maybe you don't, maybe you're awesome, and maybe you get it all figured out. Good job. Maybe uh, you do have a perfect body. But the, no one can deny, and it's not, the pop songs don't have to be some great piece of literature, but you can't deny what the hell am I doing here. I don't belong here. Yeah, I... And if you put that in the chorus and you sing it the way he does after that huge explosion, if you're existing at all and you have a working brain and you're and you're not too distracted with whatever the fuck's going on in your life and you actually look up at the sky for a moment, uh, come on. Every once in a while, you got to just pause and what the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. Not that because you're a loser, but what the you're a human fuck being. am I doing here? Yeah. Even if you figured out what you're doing, you still laugh like, really? That's what I'm doing here? I'm on a fucking podcast right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I, I just, this song's too universal to, I thought, obviously that's why it's huge. No denying but that. Um, if you don't like it, I get it if you don't like it because it's overplayed. I totally understand that. A lot of songs, that, that's not the song's fault. Yeah. Sorry, the no, song's really good. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's nice being able to just appreciate uh, and just try to get that out of your head And you'd be like Yeah this is a fucking catchy song This yeah. is one of the catchiest songs ever Yeah um, And most relatable songs ever So yeah. um, You know it, it Just because you've heard it a bunch of times And and they're starting to play it again Yeah they're, And their live shows I've been reading They're on tour now They play it every, in America. every other Every couple Couple yeah, shows They'll bring yeah. it back It's a nice thing They're actually playing uh, Later on this week all uh, right, we they, get it. They were You're playing. going. No, 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 no. Well, I'm um, just, just a time capsule. Yeah, I'm going to go see them. Monday I'm going to get in. Uh, I know, I know. Oh, no, actually, this might Turn be. Turn off the fucking phone. This might be released the day that we that I go see Radiohead. There I'm seeing go. them next Monday because I will release the episode last time. So it was in tomorrow. our friend Juan and my, my girl and her sister. Yeah. And it's going to be a good time. Not me. Can't wait. Hopefully they play Creep on my show. Um, so creep. I mean, this, what are you gonna say? What are you gonna do? Uh, it's creep, everyone. I don't know. And you all know the it. Drums they hear like they're not doing. They're just like laying back there. He's kind of ringoing it here. Yeah, just, no, like, totally not rocking out. Bum, 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 bum. Just hitting the ride and snare on every fourth. The the distortions doing it, and then Tom York's voice. Yeah. Why pick it up even Try more? Trying to do it even more. Mm. Yeah, it's great. I mean, this part right here. Just pick it up right here. This is it. This is the part where no one can sing along. There's the octaves.
actually is the little Johnny Greenwood piano that comes in here. Whatever you and from what I read, he plays the wrong chords. Yeah, and it was and like kept a, it. at a wrong time, so too. Yeah. Special. Came in too early or too late. Yeah. And the so fucking special. I, I hate it when they always special. change it to very special. Yeah, so even very special. even uh, Tom Rooks, it just loses the anger. Mm. You're not very you're fucking special. Fucking special. That little, like, they did a little distortion chorus there. Let's go into the next one. What the hell are we doing here, George? Uh, we're doing a podcast. Oh, that's right. Good job. You guys don't belong here. I don't belong here. The next thing we're going to do here is song number three, How Do You. The, uh, the, out of three songs, this two have you in them. Keep, keep track. You. How do you? That's the word you. Played on the uh, the intro. How do you, uh, Tom? You are coming in, Johnny Rotten. Yeah, totally. Snarky, mm-hmm. yelling his his high pitched weird like. It's, poli- it's almost it almost seems like it would be politi- uh, like a political song about uh, you know um, someone Maggie Thatcher, someone. Yeah. Maggie Thatcher. It, it, I mean, it's definitely pointed at either some kind of enemy. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, it could be someone in the school, because uh, I mean, he lives with his mother, but we show him respect. He's dangerous bigot, but we always forget, and he's just like his daddy because he cheats on his friends, and he steals and he bullies any way that he can. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you know when you're that you just meeting these fucking young bitches, piece of shit. Yeah, and but how do you like how do you live with yourself? Aren't you embarrassed? Aren't you embarrassed? He's bitter and twisted. He knows what he wants. He wants to be loved and he wants to belong. He wants us to listen and he wants us to weep. And what? And he was a stupid baby who turned into a powerful freak. Um, that could be about himself. Yeah. Or, yeah, true. It kind of would be like uh, if people want to make it about Donald Trump, they could probably make that about Donald Trump if they wanted to. Um, Even in 93, I mean, he was famous back then. Sure. So. But I doubt uh, that this song is about But I, I, I do like, I mean, the first, I don't think the second half. Well, actually, the second half could even be about Tom York, too. But, I mean, he's bitter and twisted. He knows what he wants, Tom York. He wants to be love, lead singer. He wants to belong. He wants you to listen. I don't belong here. Singer, I don't belong here. Mm -hmm. He wants us to weep. He's going to emotionally grab you by the... Uh Uh-huh. And he was a stupid baby who now is a powerful freak. Yeah. 
And if you know anything about Tom York, was that he was born with an eye shut. Yeah. Six and surgeries? Uh, yeah, but like just as a kid and even you know, growing up. He said the last one was botched, and that's why he's got the that's why, droopy, yeah. scary eye. Yeah. Well, I imagine that, I mean, his eyes are shut. That's why he has yeah. that in it anyways. Cause it's, but it makes him all the more awesome. A, yeah. Yeah. Thank God he is just he's just creepy. Yeah. Just, it's not creepy like No, no, no. I don't I, I don't really, mean it like I, that. And obviously now I don't see Tom York as like a creep, but yeah, you're no, right. They'd be just, like, oh that guy's a little that guy's a little little scary. They kind of all are, yeah. like you said, except that O'Brien who might be the, the best clean looking cut, radio clean cut dude. Um Yeah, so just the uh, how do you how do you live with yourself? Um, yeah, just how how do you live every day just being a bigot or or a cunt? Yeah. You know, like oh. we all have our times, but how do you just do it day in and out? And 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 on that, how do you? There's where the I hear you too. Yeah. And I like I actually really like that chorus. It's huge. Mm-hmm. I like big choruses like that. This is a kind of a cool lead guitar. This is very like uh, breakdown. This the, this oh, I'll, I'll go back to that. This is like and ru- and rolling drums. Sorry. Lot. Yeah. A lot of what we'll see on this record is what they'll do later on in different albums. Little bits of it. This is like, like, um, okay, computer. Al- al- almost like, uh, I see it coming. I see it coming. Yeah, I see it true. coming. It totally is. Uh, body snatches. Body snatches. Yeah, that's got a little bit of it. You're yeah. right. Or even, even, uh, you know, uh, Paranoid or Android Radio, or, you know, no, Paranoid Android, the end, where just like assaults. Um, yeah. And, and there you go. Like, it, there's a, another rockin' Radiohead song. And there's actual piano in that, too, during the breakdown. Uh, again, it must be Johnny Greenwood. And th- that's where Jerky Boys, the sample is in the breakdown, mm-hmm. or at the end. You'll actually hear it if you have headphones on or something. I didn't, I no- didn't notice it. You don't notice it until you, someone tells you, points it out to you, which is they're pretty good at doing. They like to throw in little. Hidden, hidden messages. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. You just, you don't really, you can't understand what it's saying. Oh. Wow, they're just jamming over it. Yeah. Great jam. Yeah. That, that's one thing that shows them being. They're not doing the traditional like I'm gonna play a guitar solo. Mm-hmm. Like we're just gonna make build up some noises yeah we're going we're they're already not playing by the rules of guitar mm-hmm. which do is dope. um yeah great great third song again this uh, the 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 first half of this album is just stacked with hits um you want to just go into uh stop whispering. yeah one of my uh one of my favorite songs stop whispering stop whispering no keep whispering stop no no shouting. keep whispering
Bono right there. Yep, so Bono. <laughs> if you hear it, so Bono yeah. right there. Um, and this is also kind of the beginning of Radiohead uh, having uh, maybe not political, uh, or no, no, definitely political. Um, yeah, just kind of like, hey, like letting you know about letting you know about shit's being fucked up. But this is kind of just like, hey, like you're being uh, you're being mistreated or you're being you know um, mar- yeah. marginalized. Stop whispering. Go out and like stop talking. Stop saying things or you know yeah behind stop. people's backs or or, or not just yeah. go fucking start shouting. Start yeah. Start uh, throwing out your opinions out to the air or or at least uh, throw them out there and try to defend them. Just like let it be known if you're being if you're being mistreated, you know. Um, say something about I, it. Especially when you get the wise man saying, "I don't want to hear your voice." You know, people just—it's people telling you, "Be quiet." You're uh, you're disrupting the class. Pretty simple message, mm-hmm. uh, and it's the first time we kind of hear them slow down a little bit with acoustic, which you'll hear more on the later albums too, especially in the next two. Um, so they're starting to do that. They got the kind of really quick tempo drum going on. Um, Very I, again, not, you. I really didn't think too much about it before. But now that you mentioned you too, I'm like, yeah, definitely. I know. <laughs> I just when he does those like, ah, those high, yeah. it's so Bono to mm-hmm. me. You can you can hear Bono just taking over for doing some songs. Yeah. Uh, they also said that they said this is a tribute to the Pixies. Mm-hmm. I forget who said that. Um, it's like it's the I saw something that's kind of like a between Stone Roses and the Pixies, like yeah. a little little love love child between the two of them. Yeah. Um, the the stop whispering, start shouting. It's never been a favorite. That's the chorus has never been a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It doesn't. It never caught. I like the the I like the verses of it, mm-hmm. but just that part just didn't get. To, I don't know. It just it didn't. There's something about it that turns me off in a, in a weird way. And maybe it's because he's singing like Bono. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the second verse and the mothers say we spit on your son some more, and the buildings say we spit on your face some more. And the feeling is that there's something wrong, but I can't find the words and I can't find the songs. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Dear yeah. sirs, I have a complaint, but I can't remember what it is. It doesn't matter anyway. It doesn't matter anyway. It's just, I think it's it's just, it's just kind of like maybe, maybe the people being bullied or the people who are, you know, disenfranchised. You're oh, like, just, yeah, you start talking to yourself out of it. Like, I have something to say. And then you're like, well, no, no, it's not. It's no, really not that big no, of a deal. No, don't no worry. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. yeah. Stop shying away from yeah. your, and, from and, what you want to do or what you want to say. Yeah, and, and and there are there is a good percentage of the population that you don't want them to hear this song because it's like no no, shut the fuck up. Oh, well, we have Facebook now. It's too late. Yeah, but uh, there, or are, Twitter. there are a lot of people who, who allow themselves to be or not allow themselves, or, but really don't have a voice. Um, True. And just we're all equal in God's it. God's eyes, and everyone deserves yeah. a voice. So this song is predicting Facebook. <laughs> Without ahead of the time. Start shouting into Facebook. Um, he goes on a big scream here. As Oop, you turn definitely it fucked that oh, up. The scream's gone. 3.39, I wrote down. Is that where we are? It's a nice solo here. Or outro.
song number five, Thinking About You. see that yeah I, I this this was my favorite uh my favorite radiohead song for a little bit this is nice yeah i love that it's gonna go into the chorus right here just kind of like i'm okay with it being happy i'm okay with happy radiohead yeah yeah this is this is it is still thinking about you but it's it, it, it's kind of dark though it, it, no it's kind of uh it's kind of bittersweet yeah um between you know music and the lyrics here it's kind of a beer Bittersweet. Uh, well, there's there's a cool side story that if you if you're looking more into it, um, and I got so saw some other suggestions on the internet. It's about someone who's like a manager or uh, a paramour, someone who's like helping someone out, a, a, someone become a star, and then they became big, and they were obsessed with the person. They lost them because it's like your records are here. Um, he talks about that, um, and so then he and then he starts playing with himself. So there's there's definitely some masturbation parts. What do you care when other men are far far better? All the things you got, all the things you need. Uh, who bought you cigarettes? Who bribed the company to come and see you? There's yeah. that, and then um, you know I've been thinking about you. How can you sleep? These people aren't your friends. They paid to kiss your feet. They don't know you. What I, they don't know what I know. Um, those kind of lines are just like now you're with record company people that all of a sudden they love you but they weren't there when I was there at the beginning Mm -hmm. I can see that yeah yeah because I don't know what else that means yeah I I think it's definitely it's definitely just that person who you helped out for a while and then the the those people who move on and go on a bigger bigger and greater things but you were there stepping stones yeah that you were just a stepping stone um, professionally or, or romantically or physically or whatever. And maybe you um, thought there was something else there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there is that, again, it's almost that stalker. I mean, a lot of these beginning songs are kind of not stalkery, but just obsessed people yeah. with someone else. Yeah. Not stop whispering, but how do you creep in you? 
you know they all got that obsessive tendency um it's just a pretty song johnny on harmonium the song it's got some masturbation sound to it yeah. too it sounds about masturbating it's got a warbly tremolo guitar part i think that's the part you were talking about it's uh i think it's right here Yeah, this guitar. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, originally, the song was very heavy and faster. It was probably up in those other ranges, you and how do you. I'm glad they, uh, again, it probably shows Radiohead just realizing we can slow this shit down. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do everything. Yeah, and, and, and fast. But this is also another one of their pretty songs that they learned, like, oh, we can make pretty songs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and no, they, there's they no, ran They have that. a surplus of pretty songs. Yeah. Um, and they definitely, they definitely did it here. I, I think they realized that they're, they're good rock, heavy rock band, but they're better, beautiful, uh-huh. melodic. Yeah, at the same time rock but just not standard rock um, and, they're, and they're moving away from that but yeah thinking about you it, it can be like you said you can listen to it and it could just be an innocent thinking about someone but then you listen to some of the lyrics and they not that they're like creepy but it's someone more obsessed with someone who he thought we were something else and it doesn't seem like that person thought that at all and now I'm thinking about you and I'm playing with myself in my bed I mean he's jerking off well, but why would you, you care if you're not there? Yeah, that's what you do. You jerk off. That's what you do, guys. You know what I'm talking about. Sorry. This guy knows what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. This other guy. You know what I'm talking about, sir. Um, he does. He just whispered, yeah. Stop whispering, dude. We will now Start move shouting, on. Start shouting, bro. Start shouting. We will now move on to the sixth record. Uh, let's do that. Six songs on this record. Anyone can... Play. Can they? Eh, anyone can play guitar. Anyone can. Anyone can play guitar. Anyone can play guitar. This line right here. 
I think uh, Radiohead's being a little facetious, being a little funny, kind of making fun of the rock star. Mm -hmm. uh, they'll later get into Jim Morrison. Um, anyone can play guitar. Um, Johnny Greenwood, one of the great guitarists, even though he doesn't play as much guitar. Uh, he said he, he never listened to guitar playing much. Uh, as far as, you know, you just, everyone knows those guys that are just obsessed with guitars. And like, listen to this solo, like, listen to this guy. Like, they play you a song and it's terrible, but the guitar playing's great. Yeah. And just like, yeah, but I would never want to hear this again. Uh, it, and he kind of goes into into that. Uh, this is John Greenwood. Anyone can play the guitar, but writing songs is a far harder challenge. Um, you know, uh, people can play guitar and think they're a rock star just because they figured out how to play some ripping thing, but they don't know the first thing about how to put a song together with a band. And, and you hear that with a lot of bands. There's great players out there, but just terrible songs. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also think that it's kind of like... It, it is, it is, he is uh, talking about, you know, being a rock star here, but it's also like, oh, you're a dweeb, you're a nerd, pick up a fucking guitar and then you can be a rock star. Yeah. Like, it's can, literally that simple. Yeah. You know? Um, you could go from being a zero to... Uh, Jim Morrison. To Jim Morrison. Yeah. He, uh, he saw Oliver Stone's The Doors and it kind of pissed him off. It got him wound up. He, he thought, he looked at... Um, Jim Morrison is some sort of author, authorian legend, um, mm -hmm. and just he's like, all you got to be is good looking and just take LSD and write shitty poetry, and you can be a, a legend. Uh -huh. um, I don't, you know, people are harsh on on Morrison for some of the stuff, but I, I think he wrote some fucking dope. We'll probably do one of his albums. Yeah, I think the doors. definitely will. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the the. But I get that the the over exposure of Morrison that yeah. part is what's gross yeah for, for his rock star yeah it's cause he's good tendencies. looking yeah. and uh and just kinda trippy and just yeah. just kinda blabbing about stuff yeah um, and it was in that in that time too but yeah just the whole kind of making fun of the rock star thing but also saying you can you can go here if you want mm -hmm. yeah this is a way out yeah and and, and Radiohead and, and Tom York they were always like kind of just wanting to stay out of the limelight out of the rock star yeah thing. and even from the beginning i think they were they're pretty cognizant about like the you know the well the joke that it is of being yeah. a rock star. well like i said at the beginning tom york kind of played into it and you'll see uh, if you look up videos there's a mtv beach house that's that's what kind of broke radiohead yeah uh, and and but he was he said at that time i that's when i bleached my hair yeah. and was drinking too much and i was like I, I had the crazy bono glasses or whatever yeah. and i was starting to be I was going down that path, the destructive path. I could have went there, and, the, and and I remember too, like people were saying they're the English Nirvana. Yeah. Um, and he was about to play. It must be tempting. You're being offered everything. So just go. People are telling you you're great. Yeah. It, it's got to be hard not to get in your head and to. Uh, Maybe I am great. Well, I mean, and not that I, I have think Tom York is great. Yeah, no, totally, but not that. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm great. I guess I can just live off being great, or I can just stay. Yeah. I'm great now. I don't even have to work at being great. Yeah. I'll just stay great, I guess. I, I wrote one great song, yeah. so we're good. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of a whole mocking mock of that. Um, yeah, just like, and that, again, just shows like, cool, this is the fledgings of just like. 
like the fledgings of a, of a Radiohead cohesive band. Well, the the thing that's huge on this song is the time changes. Yeah. You know, it's this. It's a steady thing. Hopefully, it doesn't go too long. So I'm sitting there talking about Jim Morrison. I like the call and response guitar. Yeah. And then it shifts right here, right? Now it just picks up. And you think it's going to stay here. Yeah. But when it goes into the chorus, it does another shift. It even, slow, it even slowed slows down, down. In, the, in, this, yeah. in this sentence. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. This, hold on. Let's turn it up here. And back to this. It's three different time signatures on a really catchy pop song. And fuck yeah, I want to be in a band when they get to heaven. Why not? And that guitar solo was so anti-guitar solo. Yeah. It was him doing the octaves and stuff and just not... You know he can do it, but it doesn't fit the song. We talked about that with the strokes and, and that kind of thing. Um, so, solid six songs. Not that this song is bad, but th- I think that's the he- – that, I mean, if they wrote another six songs like that, then they wrote, I guess, nine masterpieces. Uh-huh. Uh, but this is where the the song – the album comes a little more samey-soundy. Um but still, there's some there's some great songs in here, or, or great parts, too. Yeah, I, I do like the next one a lot. Me, too. I actually like the next one's coming up. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I wonder if you flip the, over the record at this point, because it's just, those first six songs, I don't, they're all great. Besides the stop shouting part. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, let's let's keep moving on. Uh, I think, imagine you're going over, you're flipping over the vinyl. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly. I don't know. This is the one. 13 songs. I don't have. Okay. Um, <laughs> you said 13 songs. It's 12, right? 12, yeah. I'm 12, sorry. Okay. I thought, I thought so six. I'm guessing, I'm guessing we're, yeah. we're halfway through. Makes sense. We'll Let's move, go. Now move on to song Rip number cord. seven. Ripcord. I think they'll they'll revisit the theme of this kind of uh, this song, and this is coming from Tom York. Uh, he said this live during like a '93 '94 show. Uh, the song is about signing on a label, having a lot of money, and no idea what to do with one's life. 
Yeah. Soul destroyed with clever toys for little boys. It's inevitable, it's inevitable. It's a soul destroyed. You're free until you drop. You're free until you've had enough. But you don't understand. You have no ripcord. No ripcord, no ripcord. Kind of rip cord is obviously free, when you're free skydiving yeah. and it's the it's the cord that will rip out the parachute to save you uh-huh uh you're just gonna have to hit the floor no rip cord yeah uh, when, when he says no rip cord and then the, there's like a i like that it sounds like he's falling and it's octave guitar playing again um they do this is them doing a major label um, this? fucking over yeah. song but then mm-hmm. later on when they're much more ch- mature they'll go really dark with it and they'll have a song called We Suck Young Blood Yeah, which I feels like the part two of this and it's just yeah. I mean they went from you're pouring a ripcord to you suck young blood <laughs> yeah yeah they, they were like okay now we can say what we actually meant yeah you know um, this is another really if you go back to the beginning, it's it's it mellow, loud, mellow, yeah. loud, such, such that ninety early nineties uh, grunge sound. Really good drumming on this. I mean, he's been doing great drumming the whole time, mm-hmm. but this this some of the parts on this album stick out or this song. And then I'm, and then it could also go universal about death, no easy way out. There is no ripcord. There's nothing that's gonna end this softly for you. You're going to have to hit. You're going to have to crash at the bottom. Yeah, it's inevitable. It's a thousand, inevitable. A thousand miles an hour and politics and power You don't uh, that you don't understand. You have no ripcord, no ripcord. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, the thousand miles an hour and politics and power that you don't understand, that, that's just, like, I think that's universal. Is we're all trying to, our best to, like, this would be the right way to do it. And, and the, there's, the there's people before ways, fucked it up, rules. but those people were born into it, too. Like, everyone's born into this new structure or whatever it is and everyone's trying to figure it out you don't really understand Mm -hmm. it it's not easily set up in some way just to fuck you over it's just it's the system that you can't that you really have no control over yeah that's what it's saying the politics the the idea of politics and like oh well it's out of my hands yeah there was a thousand miles an hour there was uh something I not the way the radio definitely gets into uh to politics and I think it was um, Stephen King uh, as a species we're fundamentally insane put more than two of us in a room we pick sides and start dreaming up reasons to kill one another why do you think we invented politics and religion yeah mm-hmm. it's just human instincts yeah human uh, you, you, we could have a you could have another party a third party whatever it's still there's just always it's just human evidence we have to battle each other we have to be at odds that's why we don't have another person in there because they would say something and then we would just be like let's kill them yeah (laughs) george and i would want to kill that person yeah or they would just throw off the flow it's just it's better just what we're trying to get is only hang out with one person one person Um, if you're with your girl don't hang out with your friend if you're with your friend don't (laughs) hang out with your girl Tonight, tonight, tonight I'm doing both, so we'll see what happens. Someone's gonna die. Someone's gonna die. Probably our friend Space Dan. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that's what the song's about, Space Dan, right? Oh wait, what are yeah. we talking about? No, Space Dan. Um, ripcord, but it, 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 I like the idea of uh, of what he pretty much said, signing on a label, and that's pretty much where they were at that moment. And mm-hmm. just he, it must be weird. You're like, here's a whole bunch of money. You're 24, and now you're like, now what? So uh, now I signed for six albums, so I have to make more albums. And it's easy to look back now, and they wrote 
the masterpieces I keep mentioning, but I, anytime I always think about bands or listening to music, I'm like, at this point, they had no idea what was up ahead. No. They didn't have a chord that was going to be like, this is going to be high and dry. Yeah. Like, this is idiotech. Yeah. They, <laughs> just, there was nothing. There was no future. That shit came out of something out of nothing. Um, and, and a lot of bands don't know what to do with it. They obviously figured out. They did okay. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. They, they did all right for themselves. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. That actually is a, a, good, uh, a good rock song. Yeah, and they, they, what they'll kind of continue to do is just kind of have little um, opinion pieces about uh, about everything uh, going forward with the songs. Fucking opinion piece. Just, uh, they have to have their opinions. The next song, uh, song number eight, is called Vegetable. And it's an opinion. Opinion piece. Oh, I see. This is Radiohead's song about Terry Shiloh. What? Terry Shiloh. Oh, nice. Is that a joke? (laughs) It was. Uh, How long have you been waiting for this? Just now. I was like, man, I hope that was wasn't. supposed to be. I I wrote it in my notes. Tell the Terry Terry Shiloh joke. (laughs) Vegetable. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was I can't even believe that was like a huge political thing at one point yeah Terry Shiva yeah. yeah it it's so funny that it was like it was uh, I don't had opinions it. on it but well no but it was Republicans who were supposed to stay out of personal life yeah directly going Getting into involved. a yeah. adorable <laughs> uh vegetable so Terry Shiva she <laughs> was born in uh <laughs> some sort of issue um I don't know. Is this song about being bullied? I never wanted anything but this. I worked hard, tried hard. I ran around in domestic bliss. I fought hard, died long. Every time you're running out of here, every time you're running, I get the fear. I just, I want, or just, I just want to get out of normal nine to five life. I didn't want to be a normal, boring person. I spit on the hand that feeds me. Mm-hmm. I will not control myself. Water spray. The waters run all over me. The water spray. The waters run, and this is gonna. This time you're gonna pay. 
Not a vegetable. I will not control myself. Spit on the hand that feeds me. I will not control myself. Yeah, kind of, kind of ambiguous uh, songwriting here. Yeah, someone who won't be taken advantage of. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a vegetable. Um, I love the every time you're running. I just mm-hmm. like the way he sings that. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it works for me. Good chorus. Um, yeah, there's. I think it's a nice rock song, but it doesn't stand out to me. Yeah, this I, is where the the album kind of. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good rock song. Yeah. 2.45 is a soul. You want to jump to that? Again, Johnny Greenwood just not playing. Standard. No. No. Just Tom, uh, Tom Morello type of scratching. Mm-hmm. Way before Tom Morello. Oh, not way before Tom Morello. Tom Morello came out the album in 92. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so fucked Befitting. up. Befitting. Yeah. That was Vegetable. Yeah. Just straight up rock song. Yeah. yeah. Straight yeah. up and easy. We'll go on to song number nine. Prove yourself. Prove yourself. Oh, the song I sing to myself every morning. <laughs> hey, this is that for this is their song of like what we were kind of saying about vegetables, kind of in the same way of like, no fucker, like no, I'm not gonna just do what you want to do, boss guy. Yeah, um, I'm better off dead. If people telling you you have to prove yourself, prove yourself. I want to breathe, I want to grow. I'd say I'd want it, but I don't know. I work, I bleed, I beg, I pray, but I'm better off dead. I'm better off dead. Just like having to prove yourself to you know people be like oh no we're not as good or blah 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 just you know yeah oh and this is such a darker undertone you could go with it is that if you're better off dead prove it ah prove yourself yeah they actually stopped playing this song live because the band was horrified when they looked down and saw people going i'm better off dead yeah. like singing along they were like 
<laughs> yeah, maybe we don't want to do that. Weird <laughs> feeling. Uh, you, you don't you don't realize some um, young thirteen year old. Yeah, just people that are very taken by some songs, and you're like, ooh. Maybe that's not how people kill themselves. And you're like, hold on, this song's about like getting out of. A, you can't describe it yeah. on the song. This song's about getting out of town and like telling your boss to shut up. <laughs> I really like how his voice just. It just kind of like sneaks in yeah. there behind uh, the guitar, and it's such a different chorus that you were expecting from the verse. You know, like oh, yeah. you weren't uh-huh. ready for that. So I like I like that shift. Um, if you started the game, it almost sounds like a little like Neil Young's Heart of Gold, and maybe the chord progression to me. Um, he was a huge Neil Young fan, yeah. as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but. Potential to, to uh, change the situation that you're in. Great chorus. Yeah, and just like another, I, I love when you to prove yourself. Uh, everything kind of follows it, but doesn't. Yeah. But like, and it's got that he's got that voice where he does kind of later on in the albums. Just it's a little like robotic. Yeah. Oh, and the lead guitar. This part right here is bananas. Yeah. So like J- Joe Satriani almost. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He would hate hearing that. Yeah. Drumming. So a double kind of way. Prove yourself to get out or if you're going to keep saying that you're better off dead, prove it. prove it. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Um, was it, play, play the beginning for a second, the verse. Oh, okay. I must be thinking of a different song. Yeah, just totally didn't, don't see that so that chorus coming. Uh-huh. I've been looking for a heart of gold. <laughs> Proven. I like it. Yeah, me too. Alright. And the next one, I was put these two together. It's like, prove yourself. Can't. Song number 10. I like that. Prove yourself. Yeah, no, I actually had that written down. Yeah, that it's kind of like a, an answer to the yeah. other one. Tom Yorkish. Song number 10. I can't. No puedo.
myself, but guess what? I can't. Please nope. forget the words that I just blurted out. It wasn't me. It was my strange and creepy doubt. Keeps me rattling. Uh, keeps rattling my cage. It's something in the world that would keep it down. I don't know if anyone could hear you just then. Uh, what I want to keep myself. Do you think? It doesn't matter. Kill yourself. <laughs> no, but what George was saying is, so it's prove yourself, and this song is called I Can't. And then the first line is, please forget the words I just blurted out. Yeah. From the last song? Yeah. And I feel like what we were saying earlier about, uh, or even even kind of in uh, Stop Whispering, was like, stop whispering, now sh- you know, start shouting. And it's kind of like the person who's, who said something that they felt, and then now they're just like oh, regretting just, it. Like, yeah, yeah. Just like, oh no, no, I don't want to have to now suffer the consequences of telling my boss to go fuck himself. But meaning, I mean, I've been trying to tell my boss to go fuck himself. But you know, that just kind of like self doubt. There's so many things that keep uh, keep me underground. So many words that I can never find. It's like you. It's like uh, if you give up on me now, I'll be gutted like I've never been before. Maybe you like that in that same vein. Just kind of like. I'm scared now. No, yeah. I shouldn't have said what I just said. Yeah, I just wrote lacking confidence. Yeah, so definitely not. doubting everything. Oh, that moment where you're like, I'm gonna stand up for myself, and then you're like, but 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 uh, it's yeah. it's what we kind of joke about is, but if you you know, it's almost like a, what not a passive aggressive, just kind of like, but if you you know, I, George, I would really like to do this, but if you don't want, I mean, I don't think you should. No, you don't don't even do yeah. it. It's, it's, it's okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. It's kind of like the guy from Office Space, the guy who's yeah, like stapler. I mean, yeah, stapler guy. It's like up next. It was my stapler. But that's uh, the people are very. Uh, it's not bullying, but people are can get bullied um, very easily in life, and just kind of like, uh, okay, all right, whatever you say. Just, just okay. me, want a little hole to live in. Um, I really like the intro of the song. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of this song overall. It's. It's. You know what? It's. I never thought that th- these two bands would be uh, put together, but think Weezer. I can hear that. Yeah. Uh huh. Especially. Start from the intro. I like the beginning. I like this. I like this Middle Eastern. Right there is Weezer. Yeah, I can hear it. Who was making music at this time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or 94, so yeah. debut First album. Was 94, yeah. Um, it, 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 the, the chorus is a little too, even though I might try, even though I might try, I can't. It's a little too like this would be on a WB show. <laughs> Some sort of like uh, teen drama? Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, it's definitely like we were saying on oh, um, the mics are off. It's so '90s. It's so yeah. early '90s. Yeah. Um, like Dawson's Creek didn't have "I Don't Want to Wait for Our Lives to Be Over." They would do something yeah. like this. Yeah, it's totally. and it's not that bad. I'm not no. saying it's that wrong, but it's just a little like. Mm-hmm. It's radio trying to be happy, and they just don't belong in this realm. In a, yeah, they can't be happy, guys. You're we can we he know you're lying to us right now. Yeah, yeah. Even though he's saying I can't be, I yeah. can't be happy. He's still singing, I try. Yeah, he's still but singing he, sad, but they they definitely go happy. Uh, yeah, this is just a low, a general, uh, low self-esteem song. Uh, but go to two fifty-three. I kind of like this, uh, the outro, or is it? What is it? Yeah, it stops right here. And then you'll hear some like notes that you'll start hearing again. It's more guitar bending solos that you'll hear in the next two albums. This is kind of a cool outro. Those octaves, yeah. he just loves them on this yeah. album. 
that guitar sounds so like the bends. Yeah. Totally does. Like just or something. Or just even the bends. Yeah. 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 So again, you're just getting these little glimpses of what's what's coming. Mm-hmm. The monsters that are coming. Yeah, and this 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 one is definitely a little harder to do just because it's it's hard to talk about Radiohead I know, I from beginning from Pablo Honey. I know. But we'll move on here. Uh, we'll go on to the penultimate song on the record, Lurgy. Lurgy. Prettier, more smarter way. Yeah. 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 This is like... Very standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. It's just like, okay, they're not going through the motions. You know, this is them, them writing, a, writing a song. Um, and it's still, a, it's still a very pretty song. And, and it, it's weird. The it, It's got two halves. The first half, everything is... The, the words are over and over again. I feel better. I feel better. Now you're gone. I, feel, I got better. I got better. I got strong. I feel better. Better. So better. 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 And then the second half is tell me something. Tell me something. I don't know. Tell me one thing. Tell me one thing. I got something. 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 So it's better. 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 Something. 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 And it sounds like a guy that was originally thought he was better off not in a relationship, and now he's missing that thing. Like he just halfway through started missing the thing he thought he was over. It, it's a, another lack in confidence. Song. Yeah. Like every song is just kind of like ah, I'm wrong. I'm, no, here I'm going this way. Uh, no, no, I actually don't feel that way. Yeah, yeah, missing a relationship where he thought he was getting better and uh, he's not. I, I, again, I, it's not a standout track to me. Um, and I, like you said, I think they could have moved this if they did it Radiohead now or whatever. It would just be different dimensions. But it's just kind of a standard rock song. It is. It's. It is what it is. We've had a couple of other. You know, this is the, the later half that's just kind of straight up rock tunes. He's doing more octave stuff. You know, it's all kind of, they're kind of doing the same thing, it sounds like to me. Yeah. Going through, uh, not, again, not going through the motions. Uh, it is, uh, they're real experiences for this time. And very, I mean, sure, it's relatable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But again, just a, a standard Radiohead, uh, standard rock song, not a standard Radiohead song at all. No. Um, which but- is just a very funny thing to say. But this, the final song. Yes. Uh, this is where, and it, it it's I I did it this morning. It's dorky, but you play the song and then play <laughs> Planet Telex. Yeah. The first song from the bands right after it, and it's just it doesn't it doesn't flow into it, but it feels like it does because it has a, a a huge outro into this into like the spacey sound of Planet Telex. This is like the portal 
of them leaving whatever Pablo Honey they was. They needed to get out of their system in Pablo Honey. Yeah, and Blowout is the kind of the beginning. Of it. It's and well, actually, should we? Do you want to talk about it first and then just play it out? Yeah, I like that idea. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so this is Blowout. It's Johnny Greenwood's favorite. Um, and you'll see why, because they kind of give him free will to... They have a huge outro solo, and it's not... Again, it's not guitar solo, guitar hero solo. It's distortion build-up. It's My Val- my Bloody Valentine kind of big, yeah. big mm-hmm. um, blowout, if you will. Uh, another low self-esteem song. But the, the, the beginning, and it, it's got that... This is where they start changing the chords up a little bit. It's got a it's really jazzy feel to it. Um, the way that Tom York is singing it is he's just singing it in a little more like confident, flowy, melodic way that he does. He just doesn't stop doing from then on. Yeah. Um, there's some double vocals that they start doing, um, and then it just yeah it, it does a little freak out mid song drops back down into the jazz and then from like 2.30 out it just gets into drums and feedback uh, quickly it's I mean I guess it doesn't matter that we don't hear the, the lyrics but did you have any opinions like about the song um, I mean we can I was more my, my notes were more just stuff that happens uh, musically but yeah. that's you people will listen to that um, yeah lyrically again it, it, it is it's probably one of the more uh, one of the better better songs lyrically um, at least in the second half here, um, it, it, I mean, it sounds, I, I, I do like I do like the the lyrics here. It sounds like a guy on on the verge of a breakdown or prep, you know, preparing for the worst. In my mind, and nailed it into my heels all the time, all the time, killing what I feel, and everything I could touch. And then the, he's got this cool double vocal thing going on mm-hmm. where it's like a response. Um, all wrapped up in cotton wool, all wrapped up in sugar coated. Sounds like pills. Yeah. Sounds like uh, antidepressants. Yeah, antidepressants. Uh, everything I touch turns into stone. Everything I touch turns into stone. I right, so mm-hmm. everything loses its feeling and just gets dull. Yeah, and I think that he, uh, I, I, it's like the, all, all these, uh, these antidepressant stuff is meant for him to not blow out. Yeah. Um, and that's a very shitty feeling to have, to rely on something or else you're going to. Uh, turn a stone yeah and i am fused just in case i blow out i am glued just because i crack out mm-hmm. so yeah a man just on the edge of blown out and then it that in my radiohead legacy or mythology the ending is just blown just fuck it yeah blow it, out. blow it out and then that's how we end it and you're like well whatever happened to this band mm-hmm. we'll go on and make the bends the bends so we'll go out with blowout yeah. um and this is a, a shorter one it's very uh, it's very hard to talk about radiohead without going on to the future um and the bends and the ones and kid a and amusiac the ones will get better we'll have more description and stuff uh but this is just a nice little cool here's our intro, intro to radiohead yeah um and our you know nine piece or eight piece uh series that is we'll it, have oh yeah because we're gonna skip one yeah, it, yeah. It, again it, it out of we call this uh best music in this dimension yeah best albums in this dimension yeah this why this wouldn't be top this would be number nine out of radiohead albums mm-hmm. so yeah it's not that we're just glancing over we we i, I think we kind of really got into the first half that we really liked yeah. and then there's good you know good songs later on but there's just so much more to dive into once we get into what we think are yeah, masterpieces. I feel like they're, I feel like those songs on the second half, where the, if they were any other band, this band called you know, 
cheese shitty, printers. Shitty McFuck Fucks. Yeah, Shitty McFuck Fucks. But <laughs> cool, Shitty McFuck Fucks are pretty good. I like these songs. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it's Radiohead, uh, just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's not their best. Um, just yeah. kind of unfairly. Um, but, you know, if I was growing up in the 90s, uh, or I did, but, you know, I was only a couple years old when in, in 93, I probably would have liked it. It's got a pop sensibility to it, um, not and especially not knowing uh, what Radiohead will do later. Uh, it's just a it's just a hilarious, beautiful little uh, immature, premature Radiohead here. Yeah, you um, you don't think you'd ever see a song? He's not gonna write a song called "Name Vegetable." No, anymore. I no. don't know. Just even that alone. Yeah, you know. Anyone can play guitar. Yeah, yeah. Just, He's not. They're not doing that anymore. No. Um. They, they grew up and they grew up fast and they grew. They've. 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 Uh, they are my favorite band. Um. So yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh. You have a great week. Don't forget to check the podcast out and subscribe and review. Um. And tell us nice things or mean things or whatever. Uh. This podcast was definitely better than the consequence of sounds. Stupid fucking. Rip- pablo honey podcast yeah shots fired consequence of sound you can go fuck yourself that's the only reason we really wanted to do this it's because that was terrible. at least you got a sincere honest legitimate good review about or discussion about pablo honey not a stupid fucking joke and we Radio got the Head name podcast. of the songs right yeah and the exactly. order that and was the... i don't know what consequence of sounds was doing and i like consequence of sound a lot but that was a f- that's fucking stupid if it was a joke it was terrible. Yourself. yeah it was not even a good joke um so that hopefully this was at least better um yeah so enjoy check the podcast www.thisismusicpodcast.com tell your friends and and this is uh this is the beginning of them going to the next dimension yep blow out bye